Welcome to the London Walks podcast. Halloween London, part two. Presented by Andy Hallett and Adam Scott Goulding. We're at Charterhouse by Gaslight here. And we have here, this is a, this is a famous burial site, isn't it? Yes. Black Death, 1348. That's right up our street. Right up our alley at this time of year, absolutely. The, um, the idea of what lies beneath and the disposal, the dispersal, the displaying and the respecting of permanent Londoners. Uh, permanent Londoners being Londoners who are staying here forever <laughs> because they're six feet beneath where we, we stand right now. I mean, this beautiful building next door to us was built... Uh, the late 14th century for the monks, Carthusian monks, to pray for the souls of the dead who were buried here. <laughs> Halloween, so that's All Hallows. All Eve. Hallows, the Festival of the Dead. You referred to it as last year as the, the, the Festival of the Dead. Yeah, it's a three-day festival. I mean, I, I didn't really know that. didn't realise that you have um, All Hallows Eve. In, ch- in then, church towns, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then you have All Saints Day, which is November 1st. November the 2nd is All Souls Day. I like the idea of the cleansing as the black cab rumbles by there. I like the idea of the cleansing of the big uh, blowout, the big supernatural blowout of the 31st of October and then the uh, All Saints Day, the cleansing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, back to uh, normal uh, service has been resumed. Yeah, and then All Souls Day, the, the day when we celebrate um, you know, all the um, uh, believers... I suppose, who um, friends and relatives have departed this life and gone to the. I mean, Halloween is the is the boundaries between this life and the other life when it becomes transparent. Okay. And I suppose we we dress up um, to hide ourselves. Um, we light fires to ward off evil spirits. We're handing you over to Andy now, and Andy is going to be reading from Karen Maitland's excellent A Company of Liars, published by Penguin Books in two thousand and eight. There are a variety of links where you can buy this book at the website karenmaitland.com. Links can further be found on our blog. All Souls Night is a time all good Christian folk are either safely in bed with the covers pulled tightly over their heads, or piously in church, sheltering under the saints in their prayers. For they say that it is the night when, between sunset and sunrise, the gates of purgatory are flung open. torment those who have forgotten or neglected them. On All Souls' Night, when I was a child, people used to leave garlands, food and ale on the graves of their relatives, to convince them that they were not neglected. But the dead were not fooled by one day's show of remembrance. Creeping into houses, scratching at walls, rattling shutters. We children curled up together in our beds, pretending to one another we feared nothing, 
but quaking under our covers as we listen to every creak and groan, every screech and howl of that long night, thankful for the comfort of the warm and living bodies of our siblings pressed tightly beside us. But adults must face their ghosts, and we, like the rest of the travellers, brave the gold night to join the monks in their prayers for their dead and ours, and for the dead who belonged to no one. Turn, O oh my soul, into thy rest. The church was unusually dark that night. An open empty coffin had been set upon the bier and placed before the wood screen, a candle at each corner, ready and waiting for the next corpse. And there would be one, if not today, then tomorrow. Death is the only certainty in life, it reminded us. Every inch of the church walls and pillars had been painted with scenes from the Bible and the lives of the saints. By day the reds and blues, greens and gold of the paintings glowed more vibrant than a newly stitched tapestry. But the candles for this service had been carefully placed to illuminate not the gold of the saints' halos or the full round breasts of the Virgin, but the red flames which leaped between the teeth of the mouth of hell, where sinners held up their arms, beseeching in vain for mercy, while the two-faced demons prodded them down. Prayers are too late for those condemned to hell but not for those in purgatory. As the walls taught us, they might yet be released. Beneath the painting there were offerings left by the faithful, jewels, necklaces, pins, brooches and rings, silver crucifixes and jars containing costly spices, bargains struck between the faithful and the church, goods to barter for prayers. The monks in procession halted before the painting. In the gloom of the church they were faceless under their deep hoods. For he has delivered my soul from death. The monks filed out of the church, two by two, fat candles in their hands shielded by caps of horn against the wind which passed into the church as soon as the great door was opened. We followed in a solemn procession like mourners after a coffin. The service was not yet over. There were the corpses of the monks buried in the orchard graveyard to be blessed and sprinkled with holy water. Outside it was cold and dark. The rain had eased, but the wind had strengthened to make up for it. It tore at our clothes and bent the branches of the ewes until they moaned like those souls in purgatory. We stood in a huddle under the bare branches of the fruit trees, trying to shelter behind one another from the biting wet wind. A high-pitched giggle suddenly erupted from the far side of the graveyard. The monks faltered in their chanting and turned in the direction of the sound. We all strained our ears to listen, but could hear nothing except for the groaning trees and the howling wind. The monks resumed their chanting. But then another shriek rang out. 
The prior stepped forward, raising his candle, and called out in a voice that was none too steady, Who's there? Come out. Show yourselves, whoever you are. The candle flame did not penetrate more than a few feet into the darkness. Come out, I say, I command you in the name of... But it went no further. The three dark figures rose up out of the ground and lurched forward. Several people in the crowd screamed and tried to scramble over the wall of the graveyard. Even the monks backed away, crossing themselves. But the prior was made of sterner stuff. He stood his ground and, thrusting his crucifix out before him, gabbled. Libra nos amalo. Deliver us from evil. Over and over again. Deliver us from evil. Deliver us from evil. Deliver us from evil. Deliver us from evil. A Company of Lyos by Karen Maitland is available from Penguin Books. See www.karenmaitland.com for more details. Four unique haunted tours. Thirteen talented guides. One award-winning walking tour. If you're not afraid, then you're already dead. dead. The London Walks podcast was compiled, produced and presented by Andy Hallett and Adam Scott Goulding. For details of the full programme of London Walks, London's best guided walking tours, go to www.walks.com. The London Walks podcast was an APB production.